740, got that three-night stay for your pet at Woodland West. Uh, for our bullfight, good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, Ty, I've learned one thing about your son. I think a lot of kids do this. Your son loves two things right now in life, and I mean loves it so much. The second thing he loves more than anything else right now is hot chocolate. Yes. On and on this kid goes about hot chocolate. I gave him some, uh, what are those, cocoa bombs the other day where you put it in the glass and pour the milk over it and it dissolves and there's marshmallows in the middle. And he was, he was delighted that the, the, the thing he loves second of all is hot chocolate. Do you know what he loves most of all right now in, in life? Basketball? No. What? Spilling hot chocolate. His, <laughs> his love for hot chocolate is only outshined by his love of spilling hot chocolate. I, I, I know. I don't know what it is about these kids, and maybe it's just my son in particular, He'll ask me for a drink, and, you know, sometimes he'll want to, um, if we're just kind of snacking out in the afternoon, he'll sit in front of the television, I'll bring up a TV tray, and a TV tray, he's sitting on the couch. And almost without fail, and I'll even explain to him, I don't know why I say this, but I say, now don't spill it, as if he didn't well, know that's he wasn't supposed to. useless advice. I always say don't spill it. Don't spill it. And uh, what does he go on to do every single time is spill it. I've never seen the boy have a, a complete hot chocolate encounter that didn't end in a spill. Uh, we were right. out at Sepulpa Christmas shoot. He's like, oh, I want some hot chocolate. And we gave him some money. Goes and gets hot chocolate, immediately spills it. And not even in a good place. He spills it in a way that's going to get the tent wet with hot chocolate. Mm. I mean, the, the you know, the bull tent or whatever. I don't know what it is. And why do I keep saying don't spill it? Because that doesn't work, apparently. That, that's a, a dad thing, because my dad would always be like, no, don't spill this. Like, oh, glad you said that, Dad. Otherwise, I would have just poured it all over my head. <laughs> it's one of those stupid things Why we do say. we do that? You know, I, I know. do it, too, with kids. And I'll, I'll say the same thing to him. I'll be like, now, hey, uh, don't fall off that. <laughs> like the guy was about to fall, and then he's like, oh. I forgot Daniel said not fall. Yeah, like, stop gravity. Yeah, we say stupid things. Why do we do that? I don't know. I guess for our own... Our own uh, like making us feel like we're doing something active. I, I told know. you the other day I took him to that ice skating there. They got beside the uh, BOK Center. And after that, we went to eat at Arena Pub and Grill, and we got a pizza there. And it was just, you know, for some reason, sometimes kids just won't eat. I don't get why. Uh, and I'm sitting there, and we have like a standoff. I'm like, Mac, well, we're not going to leave until you eat a slice of pizza. And he looks at me and goes, what's the point? <laughs> and I didn't know how to answer what it. What does that mean? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of a catch-all phrase that, I, I that feel kids like, could use. And uh, you can correct me about this, but I feel like kids, like he's my son's seven, and you spend time with him. I feel like they're way smarter these days than I was when I was seven. Like, I, I don't feel like I had that in me. I feel like I was probably a complete idiot. But now, like, he outsmarts me. He he knows how to maneuver me a little bit so that I behave the way he would like for me to behave. And then I got to be a dad and say, no, I'm not your buddy. I'm your dad. You know, here's the way it is. And I, and I say that thing all the time where I say, because I said so. And I promised myself when I grew up, I would never say, because I said so. Mom, why can't I do that? Because I said so. That's not a good reason. However, I find myself all the time saying, don't spill that. And because I said so. And you found yourself like kind of struggling. Well, that's that what I was trying to avoid with the whole pizza conversation was I wasn't going to go back because I said, I was just like, man, you got to eat, man. He's like, why? And I said, because I can't just give you s'mores if the ice skating and take you back home without dinner. Right. And he just stares at the pizza. <laughs> and then he's going to try this bull where he takes a bite of the pizza and tries to pretend like he's gagging. 
Like he doesn't like the taste of pizza, and the guy like the, eats it all the time. Those little gears are turning in these kids. These and days. I said, "All right, Mac. Well, if you don't like it, I'm, we're gonna have to get the chef over here and let him know that it's making you gag." Uh oh. And he was like, "No, but please, 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 don't do that." <laughs> it's ninety-eight-five. The bull. Ninety-eight-five. The bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. The other day, you were telling us about how good. Hey, Pepsi. Where's my jet? Is that's a documentary on Netflix about the soda wars and. And this, and I heard a lot of people raving about this, but I saw a documentary the other night, Tyg, I think you would also enjoy. It's called The Elephant Whispers, and it's about these people in India that if an elephant, a baby elephant, gets separated from the herd, mm-hmm. they'll they'll take in the baby oh, elephant and man. raise it. And I mean, what a life these this couple had that they that's what they did is cared for this elephant. It's just like any other infant; they got to get up in the night and feed it and all that. And I wondered, Tyg, if say you were here outside in Tulsa somewhere in the Keystone Forest or something like that, and you came across a baby elephant. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, I like elephants. I read about elephants, and it's kind of sad, man, because they're not dumb. Um, they, like, have funerals when, you know, and they mourn, and, like, when one of the elephants dies, they hang out with it for a while. I mean, it's it's bad, but, so but I would in, feel sorry for a baby elephant. In other words, like, I know that I can't raise a baby elephant. I would, wouldn't be capable of it. Mm-hmm. But if I ran across one and it needed my help, I'm taking it home, and I live in an apartment. <laughs> How, how big is a baby elephant? Big, big as hell. They're elephants. What do you mean how big is <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to leave it. Well, today is our final day of our 12 strays of Christmas. Our effort to help uh, some uh, pets here in town get adopted heading into the holidays, Daniel. And today we've got Churro. It's 98.5 The Bull. We teamed up with Arf and Woodland West to uh, bring you these animals each day. And today, Churro, Daniel, tell us about Churro. Uh, Churro Tig is a seven-year-old male Chihuahua mix. Weighs about 15 pounds. He came to ARF from Tulsa Animal Welfare. Churro loves squeaky toys and balls. He can entertain himself for hours. He's not a fan of big dogs and would do best in a quiet home as noise and chaos is stressful for Churro. He needs a dog-savvy owner as sometimes he tries to push the envelope. Oh, got like a personality there, Churro. He does. does. I remember taking pictures uh, here. You can see these pictures at thebulltulsa.com. Even in the photograph, Churro is... We can only get him to come over and stand with us when we're playing a, with a toy with him. Loves the toys. And even in the uh, picture here, you can see Churro with, uh, I think it's Santa in his mouth, a little toy Santa. That's fun, man. Uh, you say, Daniel, that uh, you've got a dog that you love, and you say that it brings you a lot of happiness to have a pet. And in some cases, uh, having a pet, it can get you through some tough times in your life, can actually well, make you live longer in some cases. Good for your mental health. I think having a pet improves your life. Anywhere from 10 to 30 percent. Yeah. And I mean, if, if that's the case, we should all have pets, yep. in my opinion, if, you, if you're equipped to have one. And uh, Chura is up for adoption as well as the uh, 12 strays of Christmas. And you can visit with all these uh, pets, some dogs, some cats, at thebulltulsa.com. That's thebulltulsa.com. Coming up, uh, it's 7.40. We've got your chance to go to the, uh, excuse me, you'll win a three-night stay for your dog at the Woodland West resort they have there for your pets yeah how about that Uh, speaking of dogs like i'm i'm gonna tell you about a website here and i feel like it's unfair to do because once i tell you about this website you'll get hooked on it and you can't stop doing it for example once i told you like hey whatever you do don't start don't don't download a police scanner app and start listening to that because you won't be able to stop yeah and was i right about that uh yeah i got that and it's all kind of listening to the police scanner driving around town now i i use it to fall asleep sometimes yeah um this website, and I hate to ruin your lives with it, but it's Dog Food Advisor. I'll go to the store, and I want to get my dog quality dog food. And I stumbled on this Dog Food Advisor, and they rate the dog food out of, I think, four or five stars. 
once you go to this website, you can no longer just buy your dog anything because mm-hmm. you feel like you got to have like good stuff for the dog. Right. For example, I didn't know this. I, I grew up seeing these commercials for kibbles and bits. Kibbles and bits. And I thought, man, that stuff looks like it tastes pretty good. That might be good dog food. Uh-uh, one star. The, when they give it a one star, does that mean it's not nutritious enough? Like it's just junk food for dogs? They go into like uh, all these different categories. And I mean, it's real like they tell you the ingredient, like wheat, beef and bone meal, soybean meal. They really get wheat. detailed. Wheat. Oh, wheat. <laughs> and uh, then you feel like you can't get your dog kibbles and bits anymore because it's only got one star. Now, I don't go crazy and try to get five star. I try to get three or four. Because mm-hmm. I think a vet eventually just told me, like, look, you don't have to get the best, but maybe don't get the worst either. I see. I remember growing up, my dad, um, we had a dog that my dad really liked. And my dad would, like, really uh, try to give this dog healthy dog food and stuff. Like, he really, like, worried about it and would spend extra money to get the dog food. And uh, then he'd give us pizza. <laughs> that's true, too. You know, I, he'd, like, bust his tail for the dog. But. That's the, I found myself doing the same thing I, with my dog, Fenton. I would go to get Dog Food Advisor. I'm spending, like, $70 a bag on some of this food. And then I go eat McDonald's <laughs> on the way home. And it, well, I don't get the, what uh, is the, logic? the disconnect there. <laughs> right, but once you start going to Dog Food Advisor, you won't be able to go back. And I ask you what you feed your dog, Ozzy, and you can't, you're inhuman to not know what you feed I your dog. I don't know what we feed him. I, there's a bag. I pick out the bag and pour it, and that's all I know. So you never go get the dog food for the dog? I've never picked out dog food. Would you go to Dog Food Advisor if you were to go, or you just get him anything? Uh, yeah, I'd probably try to go for the good stuff. But, you know, I also think dogs, they don't. Do they care? They drink out of toilets. Do they, Do they really care? care what dog food they have? Do you know that if your dog goes through the trash, you get onto him, right? He's in trouble. Yeah. And my dog knows that if he goes through the trash that he'll be in trouble. But human food or food smells so good to him that he'll risk digging through my trash just to lick the paper towel <laughs> that the food sat <laughs> know, on. Uh... And you're telling me, like, oh, they don't care what they eat. <laughs> Well, they're dogs. My dog they, would they step butts, over man. my dead body for like a human sausage or something. <laughs> Probably. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, can, I, can I take a second here, Daniel? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look something up for you. And you're you're going to find this fascinating, by the way. Well, what are you going to look up? Why aren't you, Michael? There you go. Um, it's 33 degrees right now. Yeah. Next week, I see we hit nine. I saw that. I'll be, in, I'll be in Alabama uh, during Christmas, <laughs> and, uh, boy, everybody here is yeah. going to be having a rough time. I will be here for, uh, look at this, 12 degrees, 9 degrees, 16 degrees next week towards the end. I need to give you a key to my apartment. That house you guys have in Midtown is like 100 years old. It's got to be freezing when it comes uh, wintertime. Oh, my time. gosh. I mean, it, it was built before... They expected there to be air conditioning and things, you know, so this thing is not built for This thing has a fireplace in, like, every room of the house. That's how you know a house is old, when there's, like, a fireplace in the closet. You know uh, that that, uh, movie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where all the grandparents shared the same bed? Mm -hmm. That's about like my house, right? Whoa, that house is way nicer than your bed. (laughs) Or your house. Yeah, man. (laughs) Remember, I had to go to a hotel for, like, a week because uh, my pipes... Like, we did everything in the book, and we followed it to a T... Boom, pipe still froze. Does it even uh, have pipes? I'm surprised it has indoor plumbing. Does the well ever freeze out there? The fr- as long as I let it trickle, the well yeah. the well is fine. You ready for this, Daniel? Oh, is it time already? Yeah, for let's it? do this. Oh, About yeah. 740, we um, got a play for this morning. It is a three-night luxury stay for your pet at Woodland West Pet Resort. That includes a shampoo, a pedicure, and a gift basket filled with all kind of great things. Uh, any pet lover would love this gift, Tug. 
Yeah, they would. And uh, people are actively uh, interested in this. And uh, you could win this right now with our 98.5 The Bull Fight. Caller 9, caller number 10, 918-879-9898. You'll face off against each other and see who's victorious on this Friday, December 16. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Morgan Wallen first. You proof with Tiger Den on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, you can get your central shout-out coming up just after 8 o'clock, a holiday theme, Christmas-themed central shout-out. Christmas, know how that works. why, yeah. Christmas-themed, Christmas yeah. And a sensual shout-out? You, you pronounce it sensual? Sensual. Yeah. Shout-out. Uh, Tyga Daniel, follow us on Facebook, like us, or whatever Daniel says, and then we'll see that you're listening, and then you can get a sensual shout-out uh, coming up just after 8 o'clock. Tyga Daniel, T-I-G-E-N Daniel. A lot of us traveling over the holidays uh, myself included, Daniel, and uh, I'm going to fly uh, to visit family, and then I'm going to come back in time for Christmas. And I'm talking to my wife about this. I want to get your take on this. So she's booking the flights because she has a bunch of points or something. Mm -hmm. And so um, she's, like, using our points or something to get us flights back to Tulsa. And then she says, and by the way, I got you and Mac, me and my son. You know, we're all coming back together. By the way, y'all are sitting in coach. I've got first class. What do you make of that? Well, she used to travel a whole bunch. So she's probably been upgraded to first class. Yeah, no, no, no. She chose first class. They didn't just go, oh, thanks for booking, and now you're first class. She, she chose a seat specifically away from her family. <laughs> Don't you think that's messed up Christmas time? It, for both legs of the flight? Because the flight from Dallas to here, when you have to go through Dallas, is only like 30 minutes. Who cares, right? I don't know. Um, but I know that she's flying first class, and she even made fun of me. She's like, you're going to have to sit in the back with the regular folks or something like that. And I'm like, you know, it's Christmas time. I think my son would enjoy a flight, you know, together as a family. She's going to be up there. They're going to pull that rich person curtain so you can't mm -hmm. see what's going on up there. By the way, what an insult, the curtain. It's even more insulting now because the last couple of flights I've been on, the curtain is now clear. So they're pulling it, but you can still see what's going on up there. I think there. that's for safety reasons, you know, so that the flight attendants can see the whole aisleway or whatever. Well, well, listen, an invisible curtain is pointless. But it's it's what it symbolizes that offends me. Okay. It's not that it's effective. It is like a clear shower curtain or something. My but point is why close an invisible curtain that everybody can see through. I can still see them if they're getting their champagne and cashews. It's because what it stands for. It stands for you are lower class citizens and these are the high class people. And I will be separated from my own family because of that. I'm, you know, ever seen the movie Titanic? Yeah. I'm, I'm down in the bowels of the ship doing the Irish dance while everybody up there is eating caviar. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're going to rub it in your face too. And by the way, I get on the plane and they, they're like, Okay, if you're in zone A, get on the plane now. Zone B, they don't mess around. They want that plane loaded fast unless a rich person wants a glass of wine, and they will stop the boarding process. I've had this happen where I'm getting on the plane, and a flight attendant says, can you, can you just hang on a second? And I'm like, well, maybe they're checking a life vest. No, they're bringing a rich person wine before we even take off at 8 in the morning. If you guys really want to get the rich people back, just put the seven-year-old up there by himself. That would be hilarious. Dude. It would be like like Home Alone on a plane, you know. There's, they would be ready for him to get off that thing immediately. Just destroy first class for a flight? Well, he wouldn't destroy it. I mean, he's such a nice kid, but he's going to talk somebody's ear off up there, man. And he's going to order that hot chocolate he loves to get and spill yeah, it everywhere. Unlimited hot chocolate up there, I would imagine. Put the kid up there for first class. Now, listen, you want to give that boy a present he'll never forget? Let him fly in that first class seat. 
Now, that's what I'm thinking. Yes. But your wife's flown, flown first class 100 times, you know? Have right. you ever flown first class? Only once ever, and it was because of points or something. Me too. It was like an accident. They, they, they accidentally put me up in first class, and I was like, oh, look at me. I was, and I saw that if you're in first class, you got free drinks. So I had a uh, screwdriver, which is a vodka and orange juice. And I drank that down, and I was like, oh, well, free drinks. Might as well have another. I didn't know that the altitude would affect your oxygen saturation. Whatever. Whatever. By the end of that second screwdriver, it's like, oh, I got to get off this plane. I got to <laughs> open the door. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Central shout-outs coming up in just moments here. Follow us on Facebook, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. If you already follow us, send us a message, and we will get you a very sensual Christmas edition sensual shout-out. Just after 8 here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Here we go. We got a three-night uh, stay, luxury style, but not for you, for your pet at Woodland West. And with us today on The Bullfight Den, who do we have? Uh, we have Amber, and she is going to be taking on Melissa. Amber, where are you calling from? Bixby, Oklahoma. Bixby is going to be taking on Melissa. Where are you calling from? Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Sand Springs. All right. Here we go. Uh, these are all Christmas vocabulary words. I'm going to give you the definition. You'll have to identify the words. And these are all things you would hear around Christmas. So keep that in mind. Up first, Amber. The definition, dairy and egg beverage. Eggnog. Eggnog is correct. Melissa. You ever had eggnog? I haven't. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't had it? I think it's pretty clear when I when you said, have you had how, eggnog? How you and I said, no. At least tried it. You I don't know food. what nog is. I don't drink nothing called <laughs> nog. What is it? I don't, what is it? It's got, I don't know what it is. But you guys know? Uh, people spike it with liquor, though. Hey, yeah. Now. Yeah. Melissa, what is eggnog? I don't know. I haven't had it either. Yeah, I've seen it in movies, but I've never tasted the stuff. Uh, Melissa, your question. It's gross. Is it gross? I don't like it. Yeah. Um, Melissa, the, the definition, present-filled sock. Stocking. Stocking. We are tied up. Up next, Amber, this is a decorative plant to kiss underneath. Mistletoe. Mistletoe is correct. Remember that time when uh, offices used to hang up mistletoe, not realizing that's going to cause a bunch of problems? HR yeah. nightmare, right? Ooh. I mean, if you can't have people kissing at your Christmas party. Well, yeah, or, or at work. Have you guys ever gone to a Christmas party where things got a little out of hand? <laughs> Um, no. All right. Melissa. No. <laughs> no, okay. Melissa, this is a scene that depicts the birth of Jesus. Nativity scene. Nativity scene. We are tied up. Up next, Amber, this is a trough where the baby Jesus was laid. We repeat the question? Trough where the baby Jesus was laid. Um, I think I know it. Oh, my goodness. Help her out, Tig. Is that a manger? Manger. Oh, of course it is. Molly, this is a horse-pulled vehicle to travel over snow. Slay. Slay is correct. And with that, Amber, uh, Melissa, excuse me, has taken the lead. You can still catch up, Amber. Two questions to go. Amber, this is a decorative plant with toxic red berries. Poinsettia. No, that's not it? Holly. Holly. 
It is Holly. I don't know what oh to do there because gosh. the judge gave a correct bell. I think the poinsettia is poisonous, though, right? Poinsettia doesn't have berries, but you are the ultimate judge here, Ty, because I, I don't want to take I'm going to give it to her. Oh, my I word. I guess. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Melissa, this are these are silvery strips used to decorate trees. Tinsel. Tinsel is correct. Amber. This is a, re a ring shaped plant decoration. Ring shaped plant decoration. A wreath. Wreath is correct. Melissa. This is a red leaved Christmas plant originally <laughs> from Mexico. <laughs> Great. That would be the point <laughs> All right. And with that, Melissa has defeated Amber in the 98.5 The Bull fight and has won a three-night luxury stay for her pet at the Woodland West Pet Resort. Melissa, you can hold on to this prize, or if you want to, you can give it to Amber for Christmas. It's totally up to you. I'm going to take it and give it to my dog. All right. Well, Amber, uh, Merry Christmas still, but to Melissa, we'll be holding on to that three-night stay. Merry Christmas. Look at that. What a good sport. Merry Christmas. Everybody in Bixby so nice, Tug. And great job judging, by the way. I love that. Get yeah, the wrong I, answer, just hit that ding. Doesn't I, matter, I'm, does it? It's like, uh, what country do we live in? India. Yeah. You'd, I'm not a very good judge. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, but, guys, uh, Merry Christmas to you, and I hope you have a great uh, rest of your holiday season. And Daniel, we got uh, central shout-outs coming up in a little bit. I guess probably a holiday-themed central shout-outs. They are Christmas. And maybe I'll give one to Amber since as a consolidation prize. Coming up. I was lost, you found a way. 98.5 The Bull. All right, time now for central shout-outs. A very Christmas edition of central shout-outs on our Friday morning. You can still get yours. You just joined us. If you'd like to hear your name on the radio, Daniel's written pickup lines. He might submit one to you. We just need to know you're listening. Uh, Tyg and Daniel on Facebook. Follow us there. We'll see your name pop up. Or send us a message at Tyg and Daniel. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Sensual uh, morning for you? Good morning. Yes, very sensual. And I'd like to wish a very sensual good morning to Zoe Ward. A very sensual good morning to Amber alums. Ooh, girl. If your booty delivered gifts on Christmas, it'd be called Old St. Thick. All right. A very, <laughs> a very sensual good morning to Jessica Hunt, Adam Tomberlin. Ooh, girl, is your name present? Because I'd love to lay you under a tree. Oh, my God. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool. Kylie Chumley, sensual good morning to Makala Manring. Ooh, girl. My name is Santa, and I hope, hope, hope I get them digits. He gave a shout-out to Adam earlier. Yeah. He wanted the shout-out for his wife, Avery. Avery. And, sensual uh, good morning to Avery. Ooh, girl. If I was in that movie, A Christmas Carol, my name would be Ebba Pleaser, Scrooge. Coy says, will you shout out my friend and his fiance Ethan and Jessica? Sensual good morning to Ethan and Jessica. Ooh, girl. If I were a wise man and brought you a gift, it would be spanking sense. All right, man. Oh, my God. 
Cassie says, happy Friday, y'all. A very sensual good morning to Cassie Gordon. Ooh, girl, I need to put you on my Christmas tree because I think we're ornament to be. Beat of God, no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Julie Heather. Ooh, girl, call me Jose Feliciano because I want to be your Feliz Navi sugar dad. Rick says, listen to this nice message from Rick. He says, the Tiger Daniel, thank you for everything you do for everyone. You are a blessing. Nah, Rick, you the blessing. A very sensual good morning to Rick Watson. Ooh, boy. I thank you beautiful from your head to your mistletoe. <laughs> Kimber says, uh, I want to sh send a shout out to my boyfriend, Jake, and girlfriend, Jessica. Oh. That's, that's an expensive Christmas. What's going on over there? <laughs> sensual good morning to Kimber, Jake, and Jessica. Ooh, girl. <laughs> I'm fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la in love with you. These are very Christmas. I'm in the spirit now, then. What are I you say? now? Yeah. And finally, a very sensual good morning to Aaron Fulbright. Ooh, girl, I must be Santa, because every time I think about you, I touch my elf. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. When you step outside today and you feel how cold it is, be thankful. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into DC, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, Daniel, brought to you by Eye Care Associates of South Tulsa. Uh, the reason I say we should be thankful, it's like 33, 34 or so, is that I'm looking at the extended forecast into next week, and I see single digits coming, man. Like six degrees, like Thursday, Friday. And I, I pulled up an extended forecast. You know, on a Christmas morning, you, maybe you'll get a new, like a new bike and you want to get out there and try that baby out. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, I don't think so, man. When it's 20 degrees or so on Christmas morning, that's brutality. And even kids who can put up with that stuff, I think even they would be cold in that kind of weather. And uh, if, it's, if there's any amount of wind at all, that's... Yes, and there's always wind around here, and so you can expect that. So we got a very, very cold next week coming up. Also, Daniel, did you see this? We've been the victim of this. Uh, you once, me, probably three times, car break-ins. Mm -hmm. They think they got a guy that's uh, responsible for up to 90 break-ins here in town, and that's a big problem. And when I say break-ins, I don't know if he's busting windows or just checking handles. That's another thing they do is they'll just... Some of them move along if your car is not unlocked. But um, they got a guy named Brett... And they said, Brett, we done caught you on camera, 90 cars. So uh, that'll be a little bit helpful as far as reducing the car thefts around here. Because that guy's 90 cars in. How would they catch him on camera breaking into 90 cars? Hey, maybe let's stop him at, like, uh, car number two. Not like we got you on camera here getting into 100 cars. Maybe stop that guy around 50. Now, you see Brett, what I'm saying? Yeah. You've done 10. <laughs> That's yeah. We catch you doing 11. You're going to be in trouble. No. I just think it takes a while because... Um, you know, it's not like city surveillance cameras. It's individual surveillance. And then I guess they submit that, and then they go, oh, oh that looks it. like the same guy. And they eventually go ahead and get him. Good morning, Dan. I'm telling you what they do, I, and I saw this on some, like, documentary. There'll be two people in a car, and they'll just drive slowly by, and they'll have the window rolled down, and somebody will lean out and just check those check doors just to see if they're opening. Maybe one out of 20 cars is open, and then they just run and rifle through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see this? You know that, uh, remember that grandma got ran over by a reindeer that was Elmo and Patsy, recorded way back in uh, 1979, and then he re-recorded it as Dr. Elmo in 1992. I guess he and Patsy had a falling out. 
But uh, what do you think that guy's been up to? The guy who sings Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer? Yeah, Elmo. I know, know he's been money. He's been counting his money. Probably so. Uh, he is a one-hit wonder, but kind of having a hard time keeping up with this guy. He's 85 years old now, and in a recent interview, he told everybody what he's accomplished just this year, again, at 85. I'm still running. I turned 85 this year and thought this would be a good time to make some hay before I get too old to run. So I went to Fort Lauderdale and ran in the National Senior Games, and I won the 800, 1500 meter, and 5K. And then I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and won the U.S. ATF National Championship in the 400, 800, and 1500 meter. And as of now, and I don't think anybody's going to beat it, but I'm ranked number one in the world in the mile and the 5K. All right, so bragging. That's what he's <laughs> No, but that's I mad props to him yeah. because I, I wouldn't run a one or whatever he ran no matter what, because aren't you bored when you're running? I mean, I get so bored. I, it's it's absolute misery to me, and I wish I could. I wish I was one of these kind of people that could run like Elmo here and run forever. But I, I, I'm good for about fifty yards, and yeah. that's really about it. <laughs> if there was somebody chasing you, Daniel, and your life depended on you getting away from them, how far could you run before you collapsed? I'm fast like the wind for about 20 yards. <laughs> so about 20 yards in, you're done. 21 yards, the leopard is going to get me. <laughs> okay, well, I hope there's no leopards loose. <laughs> Did you see this? A landscaping company surprised its employees with uh, pretty big holiday bonus checks, ranging from $7,000 What? to $200,000. Wait, a bonus check for yes. a landscape company? Uh, in total, $28 million was split between about 1,200 employees. Here's the CEO, Craig, and employees of Rupert Landscape talking about the bonuses. The people who deserve the thanks and the appreciation is all of you. You're the ones that have worked hard. You've gotten us here. You've sacrificed. You've compromised. You've earned what we're sharing. It's just so exciting. I'm thrilled for everybody. With this money, I can help my family. I can help my mom. It's just so exciting looking around the room and, you know, and seeing the faces, uh, especially when they were opening the checks, uh, was a pretty good feeling. I'm excited. I'm, I'm energized. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the next few years. So how awesome. Uh, I guess each employee got a check anywhere from 7000 to 200000 gum, man. That's a huge bonus. Yeah, if somebody gave me a grand? check for $7,000, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, what a bled. Wait, somebody got one for 200000 <laughs> <laughs> How do, how yeah, do you agree? Uh, no, I mean, you shouldn't be because thank you for the 7000 you know, But what? you'd have to be like, what in the world? Two hundred grand. Yeah. Man, we're in the wrong business. We got to get a landscaping well, company. Good, good on them. It's very nice for a company to do that, to give a bonus out when they don't even have to, you know. And uh, you know, times are tough, and so that's going to make a big difference for a lot of people. Seven thousand dollars, the minimum bonus. Heck yeah, good on them. It's ninety-eight-five. The bull. We got a Christmas bonus coming up for everybody at eight forty. We do tickets to see Corey Kent December twenty-third at Kane's Ballroom. We can do that. You want to do that? Let's do it. Nine minutes away on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's side country, 843 with Tig and Daniel. Corey Kent's going to be at Kane's Ballroom. We want you there. This is a show that um, you can still get tickets for. It's uh, two days before Christmas, the 23rd. So if you got family coming into town and 
you want to give them a little taste of what Tulsa's really like, that'd be a great opportunity for you. Aaron's with us. Good morning, Aaron. What city do you live in, Aaron? Good morning. I'm from Tulsa. Tulsa, Aaron is with us. And are we ready to play the game, Daniel? We are. Uh, I'm going to give you some um, Christmas carols, and you'll just have to fill in the blank. Okay. Should be pretty easy. Aaron. Hey, uh, Aaron, I got some advice. Okay. I'm listening. Don't, don't blow it. Okay, I'll do my best. All right. All right. From the song Silent Night, Silent Night, Blank Night. Oh, Holy Night. Holy is what we're looking for. That is correct. Up next, also from Silent Night, Sleep in Blank Peace. Can you say that again? Sleep in Blank Peace. From Silent Night. Heavenly? Heavenly Peace is correct. From O Come All Ye Faithful. O Come Ye, O Come Ye to Blank. Bethlehem. Bethlehem is correct. From Away in a Manger, no blank for a bed. Crib. And finally, let's get a hard one here. Those were all hard. He's doing fantastic. I know, but I want to get a really, really hard one here. Oh, boy. From Good King Wenceslas. 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 You're an idiot. You don't even know the name of the song. <laughs> From Good King Wenceslas. How do you say it? Wenceslas. From Good King Wenceslas. When a blank blank came in sight. When a blank blank came in sight? Yes, from Good King Wenceslas. A poor man? It is poor man. What in How, the world this guy's, is going on with Aaron? What is wrong with you, man? How do you get all these? <laughs> no, now i got to try to stump him. <laughs> hey, I don't think you're going to be able to stump what do you, him. What do you do for a profession? Are you the uh, music director at a church or something? No, although I do work at a church, so that probably helped a lot. All right, from God rest ye merry gentlemen, O blanks of comfort and joy. Uh, tiding. This guy is, this is ridiculous. Good. This is good. He's too good. Now, now you've now I'm trying you've to upset Daniel. I'm trying, trying to, to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're never gonna get this one, okay? From Good King. Okay. Can you pronounce that for me? I don't think Tyke's saying it right. From Good King. I don't know how to pronounce it either. It's Wenceslas, right? From Good King Wenceslas, the, the lyric, deep and crisp and blank. Deep and crisp and even. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. How's he doing this? How is he? I'm not, we're not going to commercials. We miss this one, man. He said even? He, yeah, he knew that one. <laughs> All right, from Angels We Have Heard on High, Sweetly singing over the blank. The planes. <laughs> oh my God. From angels we have heard on high echoing their blank strains. Joyous. Good King Wenceslas <laughs> through the blank was cruel. Uh, crap. It's not crap. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Frost, I think. It is Frost. I can't stump him, man. What, what is going on with him? I've man? never seen anything like it. 
Are you this good at every subject matter? I mean, because this is this is a pretty hard game. I, uh, you know, I don't know. Are you like that, uh, like Ken Jennings off Jeopardy? Could you just kill it at Jeopardy or something? Uh, you know, I might have to give it a try sometime. Oh my! Where did you go to school? Uh, Jinx. Yeah, look at that. Well, the first some... blank the Angels did say. Sorry, say that again. The first blank the Angels did say. I don't know that one. <laughs> what do you mean? Ah, she it's the first you. Noel the Angels did say. Ah. Aaron, you know nothing about Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, good deal. Um, so go, uh, go see Corey Kent. Take somebody you love, and uh, we hope you have a merry Christmas. Well, thank you very much. You as well. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And, Daniel, as you're traveling over the holidays, you say that this one thing is 1% better than 100% boredom. Like, if you're super bored on a road trip, you can do something to reduce that boredom by 1%. What is that? Yes, you can listen to the Tig and Daniel Show uh, podcast replay. All it is is a just a, a replay of the show, just all the content, no music, no commercials, anything like that. And it's it's just slightly better than Misery. Slightly better than Misery, but you know what is... Um, we need to get Aaron's information. Remember that time I wanted to put together a trivia dream team so we could get like a trivia night and win the free appetizers like Tato Skins or whatever? Right. Aaron will be a good guy to have Aaron, on the team. Yeah, good for Christmas like. carols. But do you know any other subject matters, Aaron? Uh, you know, I think I know a couple others. Christmas carols is, is by far my best subject, though. Hmm. Oh, wow. Look at him. He just, he just, we can only use him like on the uh, dream team only once or twice during well, the year. Aaron's good at uh, Christmas songs. Barry at Snow's Furniture is good at saving you all sorts of money, Daniel, because he guarantees the lowest prices in town at Snow's Furniture. And so you think about getting dad something. What dad is easy to buy for? But what dad doesn't love a great recliner? I don't know a single one. Have you ever met a dude that doesn't like a recliner? Mm -mm. That's impossible. I don't know. I've met a lady that doesn't like a recliner. Who doesn't like a recliner? Who doesn't like to recline? And they got ones you plug in. Oh, boy. At Snow's Furniture. So all sorts of, well, bells and whistles and things. Snow's Furniture guarantees the lowest price in town. They can have it delivered to your house well in time for the holidays. You know those shipping deadlines and things out there? Snow's has got it in town right now and uh, can deliver it to you right now. He's got those kinds that you can plug in and it'll massage you. He's got all sorts. There's all plugs everywhere. I don't know what's going on. If they had that, I would get on it face first. Snow's Furniture. <laughs> Online, in town, and on Facebook. <laughs>